All right, enough of that. We are here, another episode of On the D-Lo, and this is an exciting one. It's one that uh, I will say is dear to my heart because it's. we're going to talk health and wellness. We're going to talk all sorts of cool stuff. So I have my my friend, I will call her my friend now, and we've only known each other for what, a little over a year? Yeah. Yeah. Nico. But I remember you from years ago, too. Yeah. Oh, God. I hope not. <laughs> um, so my friend Nico is here, and uh, I, want you to, I want you to say your whole name because it's so beautiful. Uh, Nico Danielle Siegel. Listen to that, huh? It's, it's just like art. I absolutely love it. So welcome, Nico. Um, what is going on? Gosh, just doing it. We're super busy at work right now. Yeah. You know? um, it's just been a beautiful, you know, summer, sorry, spring, summer. Where am I right now? It's been a beautiful season. Yeah, yeah. And and Nico is the owner of Sante. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Sante. See? Sante. Um, and Sante... I just have to say is definitely one of my favorite restaurants around. Um, and for many reasons, not just because the food is amazing, but because of the quality of the food and what you all do to just uh, create an experience of healthiness, right? Yeah, for sure. Without you even knowing it most of the time. Without you even knowing it most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so we'll get into the restaurant a little bit, but I want to get into your personal story uh, first and, and foremost. Born in San Diego? Is that... Born in San Diego, uh, raised in Scottsdale, Okay. and then moved away 2004 after I attended Tony and Guy Academy for hair to work for the art director for Paul Mitchell in San Diego, went back to San Diego, and then began doing hair in San Diego and teaching at an academy there, and then I decided to move to Los Angeles to kind of fulfill my dream of being uh, a hairdresser that worked on set and to work in fashion and those type of things. So I started going back and forth, and I finally made the move to L.A., and shortly after that move, I ended up spending time in Europe. Wow. Moving to Europe to do hair. So So you've done a lot of hair. I did a lot of hair and fashion and makeup, yeah, for a long time. When did your journey into the, you know, into the yoga teaching and the health and wellness, when did all that really start? Wow. So I think, you know, I started, uh, I went to school at Suiha here yeah. uh, for Chinese body work and Chinese medical theory. It was like 300 hours, right? Or it was five. 500. Uh-huh. And um, I did that in my 20s. And then I kind of like got out of school and started doing it. Nobody was doing anything like that, you know, right. 20 years ago, right? So it was like... What are you doing to me? Moxibustion cupping, washa, <laughs> you know, all this body work. What is this witchcraft? Yeah, that's exactly what they thought. Yeah. It was like, and so I kind of gave up on it. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to go to hair school. So that was my first like kind of inclination and in dipping my toe into like that world. And then it kind of kind of put it to the side and then went to hair school. And then, you know, after my health journey of depression, anxiety, and then putting me like on all the things for mm -hmm. years after years, um, and me drinking heavily, I was like at 2015, when I moved back from Italy, I was like, enough is enough. So I saw a naturopathic doctor and that kind of brought me back into the world of like alternative healing medicine, you know, and food. And so that journey of, you know, finding myself uh, a way through that, um, through naturopathy and through herb supplements, meditation, mindfulness, and, and those type of things. I just kind of, from 2015 to now, I've increased, you know, my knowledge by just like leaning into everything I can to better myself and, you know, became a coach in 2017, health and wellness through integrative nutrition school. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, always continuing my education. Um, you know, I went during COVID, I did a, a course through Stanford University for nutrition science. And then I did um, a, another course. I was really bored during COVID. <laughs> did a lot of courses. I did an online yoga teacher course. And then I also did a, um, uh, a psychological fitness specialist course, which is um, 
this guy named Mark that was part of the Bulletproof Academy split off and did this uh, did this course. And it was quite interesting to learn psychological yeah. fitness. So it started in 2017 and, or, you know, really me being coming a coach um, and stepping into that. I'm still doing hair a little bit, you know, uh, but then, you know, here forward now I'm coaching the masses through the restaurant, right? Right. So like fast forward and I'm still taking private clients. Yeah. But yeah. And, you, and you still have a coaching website and all that. And, uh-huh. and we'll leave all that, that yeah. links on here as we get more sure. into this. But would you say then was was health and wellness for you at that point, 2015, um, you know, the beginning of what you're talking about here, was that a necessity that became a passion? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think I was, I don't know, like everybody when they get to their bottom. It's yeah, like just been like, there. Yeah, I'm like, I can't continue to drink a bottle of wine every night and have hives on my body and just take another antidepressant to hope that this this one now, the fifth one of this year, will work for me. Yeah. You know, and so it was like, it wasn't necessity. It was like, okay, what am I looking at? I need to look at my gut health. I need to, you know, so I had to lean into all that that I really didn't, I knew about, but didn't have a, a, as much knowledge as obviously I, I would now. Right. But, um, I think the naturopath that took me on introduced me to that world again, which yeah. is really beautiful. Are there it's like my life, you know? Yeah, it's it, it's your life. It just becomes a part of who you are and and for you to be able to share that passion and um, expend that energy on others that need it and want it mm-hmm. and, and do listen, I, I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So within the health and wellness, um, you know, vocabulary of what you do, um, are there certain aspects of it like gut health or hormones or, or is it a little bit all the above or what do you really enjoy or what do you feel like you've really studied a lot on? Yeah. Uh, so I tend to lean toward helping busy, you know, C-level C executives um, find balance in their life. Okay. And most people that are living in that high-stress environment and are overachievers are not overachievers in their health, right? They're right. the opposite. So creating simple steps to find balance. It's really a life balance and wellness coach. Um, I specialize more in anxiety, depression, and gut health. Um, those are the things that I had to kind of, yeah. you know, work through and understand. for yourself, right? So I f- you know, I feel like a pro at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I, I would specialize in. And my avatar is, you know, really busy people that really have the, you know, the means and, you know, the wherewithal around their life, except for maybe that piece. So I know, I, I, I know there's many answers to this question and there's a, a combination of, um, let's just say ways to ask it and ways to give answers. But at the end of the day, um, would you say like an overall theory of these C-level execs is that they don't get enough sleep? They, the, what they intake into their body through their mouth is probably horrible most of the time, and they don't move. Yep. Will those be the top three things? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then in just literally the life balance piece, right? Right, right. So, so what is life balance to you? How do you, how do you train for that, or how do you explain that to them? Yeah, it's a really good question. It, you know, it's it's making time, unfortunately, or else, right? Right. You, you're going to remain sick, or else you're going to continue down the road of unwellness. Um, you know, obviously we don't do it in a threatening way or don't do it in a threatening way, but it's like integrating small things in your life that are digestible mm-hmm. for you to be able to, mm. uh, learn how to, right. Yeah. So if it's, you know, putting on a guided meditation for two minutes yeah. and that's all they can do. Cool. Right. Or if it's, you know, instead of sitting at their desk at lunch, they eat and they go for a walk. Yeah. Right. There's just things that are, that are adaptable and changeable that are small, that I mean, if you ever, you know, had somebody that's like suffering from an anxiety attack and you give them a breathwork technique and they're like, and it totally it, it like slows yeah. down the, the nervous system and they're able to like return to calm 
and you just have given that one technique, it's just amazing. And it's literally, you know, Nodi Chantra or something where you just do alternative nostril breathing or just teaching small things that they can go in the bathroom and go to the loo and sit there by themselves so they need yeah. to and, like take a couple of minutes and box breathe or whatever, you know? I love that. That's phenomenal. It's, it's, it's legitimately, like you said, it's digesting small pieces creating new habits that and, and I've talked about this on my my own on my podcast on my own where it's you're compounding interest you're compounding interest into something good because if you can compound that interest with shitty things that you do to your body and you watch yourself go down this downward spiral and a lot of times people don't even see the downward spiral I remember when I was drinking you know every other night I'd recover I'd be like oh I feel great I'll drink again and I wouldn't give myself an honest look in the mirror about how inflamed or how chubby I was or you know I I still thought I was good looking, probably because I was drunk half the time. And maybe I was good looking to somebody. Right. But to your point, it's it's taking these little bites and and creating these habits that all of a sudden maybe it's not a, a two minute meditation, maybe it's a thirty minute now, you know, and it's something that you can't live without because you've become so acclimated and now it's causing health. Yeah, and it's you know, the digestible piece of small amounts to um, introduce people feels really good because it doesn't feel over overwhelming, right? And a lot of people are like, I don't want to be woo-woo, blah, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, but then when they see this, you know, this little cool breathing technique or something and they're, you know, and they're, then they, it, it changes their mindset and their, and their ability to perform, right? you know, better uh, and to handle things differently. They're just like, oh, I want more of that, right? So it's just, see that cause and effect as well. It be- becomes a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, and you just hit the key, you hit the nail on the head. It's like, they're able to perform. Mm-hmm. And so what if I can do my six hours in three mm-hmm. and when those other three do something that makes me feel even better. Yeah, and there's real life balance comes in. Yeah, so. that's great. Yeah. So technology obviously has come to the forefront on a lot of things, you know, cars, you know, the ways that we operate, um, our house, all sorts of stuff. But how do you feel like technology? And I know you and I, I went to an event um, at Sante, that was a brain tap and actually bought one of the mechanisms so right great, after. And, and aren't they cool? Oh, yeah, they're the best. So, you know, we have brain tap. That's a, a thing that you put, you know, over your head and, and it blinks and you go through these meditative states. Are there other technologies that you've seen or other things that you're kind of excited about? Gosh, I mean, there's so much out there now. I think, you know, I, I use brain tap all the time, too. I have yeah. one, so that's kind of my go-to, to right. be fair. You know, it's so easy. You can put a 10-minute on. If I'm super exhausted and I wake up in the morning and I'm still tired, I do the catnap. That's great. Like yes, I've one. done that. Yes. It's legit. Um, but, no, I think, you know, I can't think of anything specific other than, like, there's just so many beautiful apps out now that yeah. it makes it so less scary for people. Right. And also, like, I can't meditate. It's like, cool. Well, this app, you know, slows down the brain waves, puts you into delta, da, 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 And they're like, what's that mean? I'm like, it just puts you into a long, low brain wave, so you're already in meditation. You don't even know it, right? And there's so many of those. Yeah. Um, the binaural beats and those things that, that go into the right brain waves to actually give you that relaxation and, you know, to let the messages come through, to slow down, to do all the things that meditation does, and it kind of hacks it, right? So I think that's just so beautiful. Um, but, yeah, the brain tap, you know, does Is, is well. number one. <laughs> yeah, and and I think that that question and your answer really proves is the point that you don't need shit to make your life better. I mean, literally, it can just be, you know, and going for a walk. Yeah, the walking thing piece is really cool, Huge. especially when you're in anxiety and anxious state. It's what I get people to do. I'm like, get up and get out of your, get out of where you are. Yeah, change the vibration. Yeah deep bends, all that sort of stuff. No, that's <laughs> that, that's great. Well, let, tell me what this phrase means to you. Let us live to eat and live longer to eat. Yeah, let us eat to live and live longer to eat. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah, All that's right, my, see? That's my phrase. Um, you know, I think it's like, it's like, you know, I eat to live and live to eat or whatever, that kind of phrase that, yeah. that came from. And I took it and I just flipped it. It was like, let, I love to eat. I mean, my father was an executive chef. Right. And um, my favorite thing is to go out to eat. eat. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of restaurants that have clean meat and food like I would prefer. But yeah. um, I do love dining. And I, I think my palate's pretty awesome. And I not to be like on myself, but I love, love, love food. And so, you know, I want to live a long time just so I can eat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. live longer to enjoy one of the best things we have in life, which is food. So so you went and opened up a restaurant. I did. You went to go do it yourself. So <laughs> so explain like the, the idea from that and, and kind of the, the evolution of this project and the creation. Yeah. So um, it kind of began my mom was uh, diagnosed with cognitive illnesses and I was coming back and forth from Los Angeles a lot to see her. And, you know, I'm really good friends with my business partner, Nick Newman, who yep. is um, owner of Evo as well as um, partner of Society by Evo. And he uh, just, you know, heard me one day when I called him. I, I just was coming back and forth and really realizing that there was not a lot of foods that were like, and we want, we're just going to say it, farm to table, like truly farm to table where, yeah. you know, where the, the food is brought from the farm to the table and or like, is there any, you know, my question, was there any organic restaurants? Like, is there really anything where people care about the sourcing and right. care about, um, you know, where the animals come from, where the animal products come from and what's sprayed on their food and what the soil quality is, what the nutrient density is. And he's like, no, I, I don't know. He's like, well, I mean, people care about quality, but I, I don't know about, I don't know about that. And yeah. I said, you know, it's, it's a pretty big movement in Los Angeles and, um, I'm frustrated cause I have true food kitchen here, you know, and yeah. it's like, it's not yeah. truly an organic restaurant. Right. So I just, you know, I kind of brought him the idea. I was like, what if, you know, I gave you, sent you, give you this business plan and this is what it looks like. And there's a marketplace and there's this and that. And then he was like, I love it. You yeah. know? And so, you know, I began creating the, the deck and, you know, the business plan and we started, you know, looking for locations and, you know, Sante was born. Um, it's a daunting yeah. task, isn't it? <laughs> Looking for locations was crazy during COVID. I mean, everybody was moving here trying to snag up all the locations. Yeah. We had a location at the Biltmore Fashion Park, and we did an 11-week, like, whole thing with them. And then they dropped, they kind of, like, dropped the contract, like, last minute. But it just, it all you know, works out. The universe presents itself as it is because we have a beautiful location now that's even better. Yeah. You know, with a beautiful built kitchen and all the stuff, we were already ready to go. So... Um, so, so talking, talking about the location and where you're at and, and just the whole, um, the whole aspect of what you do, because I, I think for people listening, it's like, okay, healthy restaurant, organic, this and that, but that's, it, it's really more than that because, and, and you can kind of relay the information here. Um, it's, it's really hard to be in the restaurant business and do things as pure as you do them. And I'm sure there's been pressure points in your relationship and in the industry where people are like, you know what, let's just use the cheaper shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so kind of describe that yes. because, you know, it, it it's a very difficult and thing. I, I do get a lot of support from Nick with that. But, you know, we, we brought in even a director of operations that was so nasty. He's like, you need to change your concept. You're not going to make any money. And I was like, you know, we're, we just looked yesterday and our food cost is only 30 yeah, that's good. Huge, you know, so we are fully organic. So um, there, there may be a few items, like so a couple of gluten-free items that we can't get organic, uh, but we are catering to gluten-free people as well. So we're a fully inclusive restaurant, which means the gluten-free people can dine with the vegan, can dine with the keto, can dine yeah. with the carnivores. And, um, you know, we will change any recipe to support that. 
Um, our sourcing is so deep. I do all the sourcing for all the meat and, and the fish. Um, and, you know, in unison with my chef, we, we, we get the vegetables and things like that. Um, we, you know, we do as much as we can local, but Arizona, you know, as far as local is concerned for veg, sometimes there's a lot of the year they can't grow Seasons, it here. Seasons, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we only do grass-fed, grass-finished animals. And believe it or not, that's very difficult to find in large quantities. Yeah. There's lots of beautiful little farms in northern Arizona, but they don't have enough for a restaurant. So we're like, oh, it's not local. It's like, well. We can't get 50 fillets that are grass-fed and grass-finished delivered to us from a small farm. Right. It doesn't work. Right. You know? And so we've had to source, you know, in middle America, these beautiful farms that they're regenerative. So we are a beyond organic restaurant, so that means we are fully regenerative. So anything wow. that we do as far as animal products are on regenerative farms, farms that are using multi-species on the ranch to indicate soil quality and to regenerate the soil quality and keep the nutrients in the soil and absorb the carbon from the animals. Amazing. So that's a huge part of um, how we're different and how we make responsible choices as restaurateurs. And I think there's so much value to it, but it does get looked over. And we do get this like stigma, oh, you're a healthy restaurant. I'm like, okay, there's there's a certain aspect of health, but you can still get a piece, you know, a cornbread with a ton of butter. And oh, that's amazing, by the way. Yeah. You get, <laughs> you know, people like, got to try you that. You get whatever you yeah. want. We still do potatoes. We still do, you know. The sweet potato pancakes or uh, waffles. Yeah. It's amazing. Jeez. Yeah. I know. It's so good. Yeah. So and that's also gluten-free. So we just try to like lean into the things that we know we can do to make it better, but we still have some rich, high-calorie dishes. We still, it's really about the quality of the product, not like the calories. In fact, I can tell that to people. Be like, oh, it's going to be like low calorie. I'm like, it's not a granola, low calorie place. Like, don't get that in your head. Right. It's definitely a place where the food is fine dining. It is elevated cuisine. I mean, there's beautiful sauces. Our chef, if you had our, some of our steaks yeah. and the yeah. beautiful sauces that he does. Chef's and, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's super good. Chef's that will. So, you know, we worked together on the initial menu and I've given him like more of the free reign to just jam out with specials. And now he's really leaning into the aspects of, you know, what we want. And, um, it's, it's so cool. So that's how we're different, I guess, if I entered everything. Yeah, no, you did. You did. And I mean, I think it's worth a conversation because, you know, I, I, look, I, I go there a lot, you know, I'm sure as my wife listens to this, she's probably, you know, rolling her eyes like, <laughs> oh, Sante again. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure that there's a, a sense of, um, how do I say, almost like you, you're trying to, when people walk in and they don't really know what it is or understand and they think it's like, you know, Joe's steak house or, or something like that, it's got to, um, I don't know, sometimes not, not necessarily get to you, but you're just kind of like, no, you really need to try the food. Yeah, yeah. I feel more that way about when they don't think it's Joe's Steakhouse. I'd rather them think it's Joe's Steakhouse and try our food and be stoked yeah. than this is like true food kitchen, isn't it? Right. You know, or this is like yeah. healthy. I don't know. I don't know. It's healthy, but I'm like, but the decor looks like a bar in Paris, right? It well, it was, does. Yeah. You know, it's insane. Right. So it's like, it's so funny. I get more upset when they're like, oh, it's just a healthy place. It's going to be not very good. I don't want to go. I heard that place healthy. Like that's what gets me. I'm like, <laughs> dude, like you're tripping. Like we still use maple syrup and like grass fed butter, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like well, you can see, you can still eat organic, good, wholesome uh, ingredients and still have a calorie bust on it. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. it just depends on how you put I just it together. Like to source the right way, and I know that if it is full of calories or if it's not, either way, you're eating things that are not gonna ruin your micro- gut microbiome, and you know, for we don't sure. use any seed oils. Yeah. So we only cook with olive oil, and the the salads are now only done with um, avocado oil and olive oil. Yeah, and that's a rarity too, as far as you know, oils. Everybody uses oils: canola, yeah, grapeseed, all that stuff. They destroy your gut. Yeah. Um, what are like two of the most popular dishes you guys have right now? 
I mean, obviously, you know, our cornbread is like our staple. Yeah, it's insane. Cheeto cornbread. Yeah, it's like a, almost like a souffle. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, gosh, I think I'm gonna go with my favorites: our sea bass. Like, sea bass. People love our sea bass. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fire. It is really yeah. good. It's really good. And you brought in some items today. We have this mean green green mint. Yeah. Um, all sorts of amazing ingredients, uh, romaine, cucumber, apple, spinach, mint oil, lemon, super green mix, which is wheatgrass, barley, uh, moringa, mm-hmm. moringa uh, baobab. baobab, spirulina, uh, coriella, chlorella, I can yeah. never pronounce any of this stuff, yep. powder. So, uh, wow, for you all watching on YouTube, I, I can't wait to down this one. And then describe this for me. So those are house-made pickled vegetables. You know, oh, it's leaking on you. Sorry no, about that's that. that's fine. Um, chef just does, you know, different veg. We do a lot of cukes. And I don't yeah. know, I love pickled veg for uh, also her gut My microbiome. Favorite. But they're yeah. like a good so sour good pickles. They're so good. Yeah. Homemade vinegar and those kind of things. Mm. I can smell it. And then what's this last thing that you brought in? This coconut lime. Coconut, coconut water, coconut milk, lime juice, and honey. Oh, yeah, I've had this at the... Uh, I've had this at the restaurant yeah, with the with nice. breakfast. Yeah, it's kind of rich. So as you can either see if you're watching on YouTube or you can hear, it's really original, you know, amazing ingredients. And you've done a lot of science and research and backing, you know, with Chef and yourself and everybody else, you know, trying this and putting things together. And it all tastes amazing. Yay, yeah. <laughs> so, no, that's that's really cool. I, I think the other aspect, too, is um, I want to talk about, you know, obviously you've put in a, a beautiful design. And so design and having an atmosphere and a place for people to come was very important. You know, you don't want to spend all this money on a beautifully organic meal and then have a shitty place to be sitting in, you know, with bugs on the floor. And, you know, so <laughs> you, you do have a beautiful, you know, um, a beautiful establishment in that sense. But I, I want to know your um your perspective on how important that is and how important it is creating community around this? Yeah, so two very different questions, I think, but, um, you know, the aesthetic and how important it is to me, well, my past life was in fashion, right, for so many years, and so I wanted to create a space where it was just super cool, Instagram-worthy, vibey, fun, Right. but people, even if they didn't know about the health aspect, they'd walk in and be like, oh my God, this place is so cool and so fun and so cute. Take a picture of it. Yeah, that's lots of vibes, and and I wanted it to be me as well. You yeah. Know? Like, I wanted you to walk in and be like, okay, this place is extra. And that's kind of how I am, too. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Like, the, like, we have a big, you know, six foot by six foot pink feather chandelier yep. in the front. And Beautiful. And neon and moss and, you know, high fashion photos everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, so I think it, it plays to um, Tulum meets, you know, old Hollywood Regency meets um, Paris. Yeah. That's kind of my what my vibe was for it. That's great. You did a, did a yeah. great job on it. And then building community. Um, I think we're starting to really build our own community around people that are kind of like like you, Dave, that, that want that, you know, have been waiting for this and want to come in and that live this lifestyle. You know, we have probably about half and half now that are return customers, half people that maybe they don't live that lifestyle, but they love our food. And yeah. then half people that are like, oh my God, we've been waiting for this, you know? Right. So <clears throat> that's really nice to see that we're kind of building our cult following. Well, here's how I look at it. I mean, this is an inter- interesting perspective, if I do say so myself. I eat two meals a day. So I don't eat until 11, 12. That's my first meal. And that's just like, I'm just not hungry till then. I'll do my workout, get my stuff in and do all that. And so you don't have to have three meals a day. You really don't. And it's like, I'd rather get the bang for my buck, get something organic, nutritious, refreshing. And when I come to your place, you know, for lunch has my first meal of the day, I know that I'm, you know, I'm starting my system off right. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Sure. And think about all the money you're saving by not having three meals a day, right? <laughs> so you can spend it extra on we the grass fed. Coffee for the first one, right? Yeah, a thousand for a lot of coffee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just like coffee. No, that's really cool. So let's talk about you personally a little bit more. Um, what it, what's your day in and day out now, your, your per, personal, you know, health regime or just your personal, like, what does your day look like? I know people are always interested in people's days. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do the same thing. I do a high fat coffee in the morning, okay. generally with ghee in it. Uh, and then some kind of movement most of the time. You know, I've been dealing with some personal health issues yeah. um, with, with my adrenals and things. So I've had to lay off the hot yoga. But that's what I would be my normal go-to. And hot yoga is a little bit hard on adrenal and, and that kind of stuff. So um, doing yoga, <laughs> yeah. you know, do yoga movement. And then, you know, I'm at Sante in the afternoons most of the time. I should, you know, I'm more of a morning person now. I think as I get older, I just became more of a morning person. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, why am I right. six right now? But that's cool. Uh, in, you know, in Sante early and normally gone by three. Um, and then sometimes I'll pop in the evenings to, like, touch tables and meet people. It's yeah. busy nights. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have a, a little dog, a uh, five-pound toy poodle named Keith. Um, I have a great boyfriend right now, yeah. so we do a lot of stuff together. Um, yeah, getting outside when it's nice out is a huge part of my life. Huge and part. I was living back and forth between Los Angeles and here up until about a month ago. So okay. I was able to go to the beach a lot. So and now you're here full time. I'm here full time. Yeah. How do you feel <laughs> about that? Sweet. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll have a different tune in the summer, maybe. <laughs> and, you, and your dad lives out here, right? My dad does. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. And so. you just got back from a trip like overseas with him, right? Last yeah, year. Yeah, we went this summer for. Um, he took me for like a, we went for a little over he was there for three weeks and I stayed at a yoga retreat for another like seven days after in yeah. Paros, Greece that's beautiful so we did uh, Italy and Greece and I used to live in Italy so I took him to Milano where I used to live and we went you know and met with my friends and had dinner with all my different friends each night yeah and we went to Venice um, to Venice and Roma down to Rome um, Positano uh, where else did we go um, Capri Wow. And then back to Positano and then to Santorini and then did the Greek islands. So that is so cool. It was dope. Yeah. I've, I've never done the south of Italy. So that was the first time for me even living there. I never did it. So Really? Yeah. I've been to all those places except on Netflix. So uh, <laughs> for my own couch. Um, yeah. Italy. I mean, you're Italian. You need to go see the south of Italy. It's pretty insane. Yeah. We'll see if I get there. Um, tell me about your, your lead foot uh, addiction. Yeah. So I have a, I'm in a women's car club because I love, <laughs> I love cars. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting because it's really created a sense of community of really beautiful, amazing, strong women that um, that really kick ass. And, you know, I couldn't ask for anything more because I moved back here to really not knowing anybody. I grew up here, but like everybody I know either moved away or has a family, kids. And, and I'm, you know, I'm like the single entrepreneur that's living all over the world for the last, you know, six to 10 yeah. years. And so yeah. it's kind of like, well, where do I, how do you start over in your 40s, like meeting people? And so the Leadfoot Ladies is the women's car club. And we do a lot of things on Saturday morning. We go to cars and coffee. We do rallies for for um, charity and those kind of things. Cool. So it's really created like a really good handful of women that I'm super tight with now, which yeah. is like it's hard to meet women, like women to meet women sometimes, you know? Yeah, and when you're all into the same thing, again, yeah. you're you're creating community. Yeah. Which exactly. I think is beautiful. Yeah, and we all are, we end up on saute almost every Saturday with a bunch of car club kids and stuff, so. That's awesome, yeah. yeah. Well, so as far as Sante, you know, I, I would I would assume for you, you know, steady is the course, you know, moving into these, uh, to these months of March and April and just kind of keep doing what you're doing, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have some other things on the horizon, too. Uh -huh. 
Very cool. about that. Yeah. Um, business decks are being built around it right now. So. Excellent. Excellent. So stoked. That's very cool. Well, I, I have some uh, rapid fire questions for you. Yeah. You ready for this? Okay. Okay. Uh, Loch Ness Monster or Aliens? Loch Ness. That's awesome. Uh, last time you had fast food. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think I might have had Chick-fil-A like three or four months ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fast food, but it's, yeah, to, yeah, those waffle fries, like, oh, <laughs> they're so fire. So I know. horrible. I know. Oh, I love them so much. Okay. Arizona or San Diego? San Diego. <laughs> that didn't take long. Hot sauna or cold plunge? Hot sauna. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, white lion or white snake? Mm, white snake. <laughs> uh, movie or meditate? Mm, gosh, it depends on the time. I know it's supposed to be, I would probably go movie. Yeah, I mean, there's no wrong answer. Right. Come on. We're just, we're just having fun. Um, travel, go traveling or uh, drive, uh, drive in a fast car? Traveling. Yeah, okay. Um, a fast car every day. <laughs> drive, yeah, right. Um, how many tattoos do you have? I think 13. 13? Yeah. Okay. So when somebody gets a tattoo, like like your arm is pretty covered there. Is that one tattoo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's just the time somebody sits and does it? Yeah. That counts as one? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, coffee or phone? Mm, phone. Okay. Yeah, because, you, well, you, you can't have coffee right now, or can you? I can. Yeah, I can. Um, that's one thing I got to keep on this. this oh, you did? Which is cool. Yeah, she's like, whatever amount of caffeine you're doing, just do it. I was like, oh, sweet. That's amazing. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, well, this has been awesome. Where can everybody find you, and how can they find the restaurant? And, and again, I'll put all this in show notes, but people listening can kind of hear yeah, about it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm healthcoachnico.com, mm -hmm. and then uh, lovesante.com. And I'm at uh, Round the World on Instagram. Yeah. And you were very active on your social. Yeah, I am. And I also, I run the, the Sante social too. You do? I do. Yes. Yeah. And a good job. I know every time I go in there and I post something, I see you kind of, you know, yeah. interlude in there. I'm like, oh yeah, it's Nico. Yeah. So it's very cool. I try to be involved with that as much as possible. That's awesome. Well, um, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming. Thank I'm you. glad we can get, you know, a little bit yeah. of the story out and uh, we'll definitely be doing some social posts from Sante. And I know I've introduced a few guests um, over to you, um, oh, you know, Troy you so Casey being one of them. And then a mutual friend of ours, uh, Jack Wolfson, yeah. who, yeah, has been there quite a bit. Yeah. Always looking for so healthy super. food yeah thank so thank you so much dave 100 thank you and uh thank you everybody for listening to uh me and podcast sponsored by myself because i can get away and do all that stuff but uh, please subscribe give it a five star go check out santi go eat some good healthy food do it for yourself and uh again uh until next time we will check you guys out later peace out <laughs>